There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. We were asked to be the selectors because none of the three of us would make the nominations. <laughs> <laughs> A grain of rice, a, a, a grain of rice, is going to tip the scale. Just remember that, man. There's a small bit of a needle there. Now, come on, Mayor, you've got to get Andy Moran into the game. Our mission was to show that we're no longer the whipping boys of Munster. Hi, guys out there, how you all doing? Uh, uh, lockdown mode, beautiful, beautiful sunny day here in West Clare. Sure, it is in, in most places. Just haven't watched the, the news there on Wednesday, one o'clock. Today, we're going off on a bit of a tangent. We're going to pick what we consider. Now, there'd be another argument if we were standing outside the door of the dressing room and we had these 60 guys to pick from to put out the best team to beat Leinster. But we're, we've decided to nominate guys in various positions. Uh, myself, Mark Landers down in Killa and TJ Ryan, who I believe is on essential travel into Limerick City today for work. And uh, Mr. Larry Ryan of Tipperary fame um, is going to act as the Donny Nealon because when I played Railway Cup, Donny Nealon was the Munster Council Secretary. And although he wasn't a selector, Donny, you knew, was always a selector. So if we've split votes in any of the positions, uh, Larry, it's going to be down to you to have the casting vote. Is that okay with you? I'm power hungry here, Dello. Don't, <laughs> I'd advise you. Don't leave well, anything in my hands, I'd advise you. Well, it'll be a tip, man, if it's left in your hands, no doubt anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, what, we, so, so what we did, lads, we look at, we've left out guys that I would love to have on a team. I, start, I started doodling with this last Friday night. Uh, we asked the lads for opinions. We chopped, we changed. We came up with four guys for every position, eight guys for number eight and nine, obviously. Um, we will be wrong. Will you please, please uh, cut me a small bit of slack out there on Twitter land that Larry Ryan is very noticeable on Twitter, to be fair, team. I'd say Mr. Mark Landers and Mr. TJ Ryan have two snaky Twitter accounts out there. Not following too many and, and, and uh, not too many followers, but watching everything that's going on. Uh, so they won't get much grief because I'll get all the grief Larry as you know <laughs> but anyway look at as I said we might pick another team if we we're sending outside the door the dressing room but uh, and we'll take turns as to who's to go first in each, each position boys if that's okay with you I'm going to let you go first Mark as we've seen the screen here uh, you're down bottom my left I'm there Larry's there and I so I'll go third with you TJ I'll start right corner back and then I'll get you to start full back and so on and so on is that okay and I'll call out the nominations for each position as we go by. So look at some might some people might say we're old school. 
uh, with some of our nominations, particularly look at the goalies, I suppose they're, they're all of maybe our era and there would be a case maybe for some of the modern keepers that are in there at the minute uh, for being there. But we just felt when it's down to four, these guys were probably outstanding choices. So forgive us on that. And I, and I would say, as I put this on Twitter as well, there would be a little bit of a caveat. I would always have that, you know, there was some lads just coming near the end of their days from 90, 91, two, three, maybe before. And there's some lads now who are only starting on their career if you know what I mean. Uh, so maybe a little bit more difficult than a guy who played, you know, 10 to 12 years in the middle of this 30-year period. But look, that's down to the individuals here, the three of us. We're, we're going to have a stab at picking it, and, yeah, and look at from there, we'll move on. Uh, we needn't get into any huge detail unless we want to have an argument about somebody. But you can give your reason for each position, guys, and, and we'll... We'll try and get through it as best we can. Roughly the 40 minutes, if we can get through it in that time. I don't know. We could be here longer. But, uh, I've only alone of a laptop here in this house. There's a lady with an assignment to get in for college. So anyway, the, the four goalkeepers, lads, uh, in no particular order, um, are uh, Mr. Joe Quaid from Limerick, uh, David Fitzgerald, Brendan Cummins, and Don Lowe Cusack of Cork. So, Mark, I'm going to start with you. I have my highlight already here to see who are our various players are who of the 15 we pick and I'll call it out at the end of it the team we have chosen uh, they're the four we can only pick from those four we made a late change on the on the half back line one I'll come okay. to that later on okay Mark away yeah, you go I for your goalkeeper you know, extremely difficult to pick the goalkeeper here because each one of the, the, the keepers were outstanding players and um I, I suppose like each one of them obviously had defining moments then within their career as well you know I look at Davy Fitz and the wonderful goal he scored in the Munster final that time when you were your backs were to the wall and it was a, 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 a critical moment for you in your development as a team. Um, like Brendan Cummins has been a stalwart of Tipperary for years and years. The same as Joe Quaid has been and continuing a fantastic, um, you know, dynasty of the Quaids in, in Limerick. And, you know, then Don Logue, I suppose, was revolutionary in, in lots of different ways, to be honest with it. And, um, you know, it, it really came down to between Brendan and Don Logue. And, um, you know, I, I would say that, um, you know, I, having played with Cusick for for many years, um, he's won a minor All-Ireland 221s. Um, you know, and Brendan Cummins has won a massive amount of All-Irelands as well. That You know, I'm going to give my vote to, to Cusick. Okay. Um, that's fine, Mark. That's the Cockman voting for the Cockman. <laughs> um, <laughs> a trend now for the next 40 minutes okay you reckon it came down to two for me it came down to two as well and for me it would have come down to Brendan and Davey and that's been probably biased as well because he was so good behind me Uh, I just just felt his level of I can imagine the four of them lads I mean the the level of fanaticism we know and the level of preparation went beyond any other player I'd say we've even nominated here because they had to be a different breed but I'm going to give it to Brendan. That's that's my choice. I, I just think, I think overall, some of the saves over the years, you could say maybe he hadn't as good a back line as us in front of him now. That's including the three of us. <laughs> so um, maybe he got more to do. Maybe that's the whole kick in the all-star goalkeeper thing. But uh, and oh, look, I, I, I just think Brendan, probably the longevity, um, the consistency. I know he'd better fall now with Babs for a finish, but... Just going to give the nod to Brendan ahead uh, of Davy. Uh, TJ? Um, I probably will echo that. Um, I do agree, Dalo, that the four here are fantastic candidates. I think it's a flavour of what's to come into positions. Any team would be happy to have any one of the four. 
Um, obviously, I played with Joe, a fantastic keeper through the 90s and carried us a couple of times. Um, well, I suppose Brendan's record speaks for itself uh, with the All-Ireland's most titles, All-Stars, etc. And you did tell me, Dalo, that the, the game plan here is we're going lumping it long. And uh, in fairness, <laughs> uh, you said you weren't uh, going for the short ones and that I will come down and decide. And T- T- well, that's good. That's good. TJ, I, I would concur on, with you now, TJ, because I obviously got the same text message that you got that there's no... We can't give it to the men doing the short puckouts. Well then, well then, you you if you were midfield and none of the three of us were good enough to get nominated <laughs> even here. So if you were midfield, you you prefer coming to Cusack <laughs> anyway. Otherwise, you'll be rooting out <laughs> for the Connor Faggot. <laughs> okay, we have, look. We have one position filled. Mister Brendan Cummins is our goalie, so that's one up for tip. Uh, number two, uh, difficult enough nominations again. Every position, very difficult nominations. But the four we went for, uh, we went for two Limerick men. We went for Stephen McDonough, Stalwart, right through the 90s, up into the early 2000s. We went for two young, of the younger brigade. We went for Carl Barrett, um, you know, tips, last two All-Ireland wins outstanding. We went for Sean Finn, current uh, All-Star, superb number two, I think, will be will be um, on a lot of these teams as they're being looked back on if he, if he has a bit of luck with injuries. And we also went for that, uh, for me, oh, it was a great sign of, of a cornerback. Uh, when I was picking the Clare team with, with Father Harry Bowen, we used to sit down and we'd say, we're looking at potential corner forwards. And Harry used to say to me, you oh, these are lads that weren't on the panel and would we bring them in for a trial or whatever? And he'd say, Dalo, would he mark Wayne Sherlock? And I'd say, no, Harry, let him at home, so sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they're the four lads, Wayne Sherlock, Stephen McDonough, Carl Barrett, Sean Finn. I've spoken about them all. I'm going to stick my neck out here. I'm, I'm going to start this one. I'm going to come to you then, TJ. I'm going to go for Stephen McDonough. He was a player I really admired. I thought on your team, TJ, he was, thought he was heart and soul that team in a lot of ways. You know, I thought he, he was he was a warrior. We always thought if we could break him and break one or two more, we'd have a chance of beating you. We did sometimes, we didn't more times, but uh, I, I, I'm going to go for Stephen McDonough as my choice for number two. Yeah, and I, I'm going to agree with you. Um, obviously, I soldiered with him. Uh, dedication, determination, everything. I suppose that was true value for Limerick and that team, Mac had it in spades. Um, I will say again, what you said at the start, the, the, the preparation and the difference between the 90s teams and today, like obviously the two boys, Carl Barrett and Shawnee Finn, like in terms of physique and what they do and what they bring to the table is savage. Um, they're probably at the earlier stage, like certainly for Shawnee Finn, like he looks like he's going to be an outstanding cornerback. We've had a lot of really good number twos in Limerick, Damien Rail being another one in, in, in that time was very good. But for me, McDonough was somebody that always had your back. You could look up to him, like, yeah, a little bit of bias because I played beside him. Sherlock was fantastic as well, but yeah, on the vote. McDonough. Yeah, you don't need to be this one, Adela. Um, you obviously sent TJ that text and never sent it to me. <laughs> no, 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 no. There was no yeah. text in or no. I, 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 oh. look, I, I, I don't know. Look, I, I, I'm going to be outvoted on it. Like, but how you can pass up Sean, Sean Finn to me? Um, like Wayne Sherlock, excellent. Carl Barrett, uh, young holiday year 2014. But like Sean Finn is an incredible cornerback at the moment, and he obviously I think at the moment will probably start in, could slot into the fullback position in Limerick into the future. Um, I, I yeah, Stephen, a very very good cornerback, and and Hardy and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, if if it was my vote, I'd be giving it to Sean Finn all day long. I must say. Okay, well, well, the one thing the three of us are agreeing on anyway would be a Limerick man wearing number two anyway. But uh, 
on a two to one margin. Uh, Stephen McDonough gets the nod. Great points about Sean Finn. I, I do admire him a huge, huge amount. I, I actually had a, a sneaky fiver on him to be hurler of the year last year, and I thought for a while I was looking good. So that's how highly I would rate him. And the and the other two, I have to say. Now uh we we we've decided one and two, we come into uh full back and our four nominees that we came up with here are uh, in no particular order uh, and the first man I'm going to name and it's really only he, he has fallen into the position in the, in the last you know year and a half really would be Ron Maher uh, you know outstanding last year I think solved a real problem position for Tipperary Paul Curran diehard for Tip for a long long time uh, two tip men and then obviously two huge candidates in Dermot Duraco Sullivan and Brian Lohan there are three so I'm starting with yeah. Who am I starting with this time? TJ, you? Yeah, yeah, me, yeah. yeah starting with you, yeah. TJ. Yeah, thanks, Delo. Um, nice hot ball there, right? Uh, one of the most difficult calls coming up here. Um, I suppose a bit like what um, Mark said at the start here. Like to be fair to Paul Corn and Ronan Mar, two fantastic players. Mar, I suppose the year just gone. His aerial ability is savage. Paul Corn as well. I would have marked him even once or twice. With two boys, I suppose, are definitely set apart. Lohan and Demer Sullivan probably changed the face of full-back play. Super hurlers, absolute crowd lifters. And when the team was on its knees, the sight of those two guys coming out really lifted their team at difficult times. Um, very, very, very difficult split. Um, I think very level in terms of awards and all-stars. Lohan was a hurler of the year. And just this, this is one of the hardest calls. But uh, I suppose we're here to make the hard calls. And I'm going to come down the side of Brian Law. I thought he was just a savage, savage player through the nineties. Jeez, at times, like yeah, like he did, he definitely would raise the, the hairs in the back of your neck. And I'm just going to side marginally with Law. Okay, TJ. Uh, yeah, it's a very difficult call. Uh, yeah, Mark. I mean, I think everything TJ has covered most of the stuff there. To be fair, um, like Diarmuid, Diarmuid was very young when he went into the fullback position, and it's probably a position that Cork haven't filled since he has actually left us. But Brian Lawn, I'd have to say, during the 90s, was inspirational. And, and that's not taking away from any of the three candidates that are there, Paul Conron and Mar and Diarmuid O'Sullivan. But I must say, I thought, even though Diarmuid O'Sullivan is known as the rock, I think Brian Lawn is a bit of a rock breaker now, in my opinion. I thought he was inspirational for Clare, in my opinion. And he would have been one of the players that we were kind of saying, how are you going to break this for the down? And he will be getting my vote as well. But if I was picking a, a best 15 hurlers in Munster for the same period of the time, both the lads would be in the team. That might be no, um, that might be no Salas for the other Sullivan, but maybe be for another day's work. But Brian Lohan for me would get the vote, Anthony. Okay, so I'm tore up, and you know, look, Sully, I'm sorry, but two of them have picked Lohan, so I was picking you. So. <laughs> There you go. That's the way these, these votes go. You know what I mean? Uh, Sully, I love the bones off you. Same with you, Paul and Ronan. But uh, Lohan, they've decided that. Uh, look, lads, to me, Lohan was the, possibly the greatest clear man that ever hurled to me. Like, I just I just thought he was he was like two defenders for us. Every time he cleared it, there was a roar like a, like a pint, you know. And, and uh, yeah, I'd have been probably going for him as well. But a huge admiration for Sully. One of the greatest points I ever saw scored, I have to say, is the one. Who, which year has did he knock TJ? It wasn't Junior. No, it was, it was actually Matt Foley's brother. It was Jack Foley down in the past. Oh, one of the iconic scores that uh, just came out like a, like a thunderbolt and knocked him over. He was on a stride and what a score. Like, but it just, as I said, they, no difference between the two of them. They kind of very, very similar ways of playing. But just, just the way it's come down, like Lohan was just... 
just long and savage. I actually, I think he played number two for UL there. I played against him in the Skibbon Cup game with NUIG or for UCG at the time. And Lohan actually started at number two, but what a fullback. He played two beside me in the 1993 Munster final. And, uh, that was the end of my number three days. So <laughs> I think I think he was automatically moved in then. That was the end of that. <laughs> uh, and that worked for us. <laughs> Thank God. Great stuff, lads. Three three positions filled without, without so much hassle. Not too bad. Uh, we move on to the left corner back position. And our nominees, uh, I think you're to start this one, Mark. Yeah, I'm right on that. We keep the circle going. Yeah, so our nominees here are... Uh, Frank Lohan of Clare, uh, Brian Murphy of Cork, Noel Connors, Waterford, and Brian Cochran of Cork. Yeah, so, you, you know, when I look at specialised positions, I think we all know in the modern game, the cornerback is an extremely specialised position. And I think three of the lads there, Frank Lohan, Brian Murphy, and Noel Connors, that they were definitely their best positions when they were playing in the county hurling for their counties. Um but the one player that you'd have to say, you know, if you were, we said, and Aidan O'Brien or Jim Baldwin, you're the young two-year-old, and which one am I trying on to, to start cornerback as a 19-year-old and get hollow of the year in 1992 and then slip out into the centre-back position for probably a decade and get the hollow of the year in 1999 and then take a couple of years off and come back and win two All-Irelands at full forward. Um, Brian Cochran, just for me, is... Um, you know, he, he'll he have to get the vote, Anthony. And again, I would also say that he could be nominated for the number six position. He could have been nominated for the number 14 and possibly would have won those two, two positions as well if he was nominated there. But like the other three are specialist cornerbacks, but Brian Cochran for what he did afterwards. And when he started out his career as a young lad, you know, holding the likes of Pat Fox and those fellas, like he was, a, he was absolutely a fantastic cornerback. You know, and I know it's probably a little bit difficult because he didn't play a lot of his time. But if I was picking the best of those four players, it would be Brian Cochran. Yeah, that's that's your call, Mark. Good call. And as you say, look, I think you could nearly pick any position in the field, and Brian Cochran would be a, would be a nominee for any position, half forward line, full forward line, midfield. He could slot into any of the four slots. You know, so look. I'd be biased towards Frank because he minded me so often. <laughs> I was I was often dead dead in the run and couldn't get back. And Frank would come, and I'd make for the goal. And maybe hopefully, if 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 my man passed it to Frank's man, I'd be back in time to get goal side of him. I think Frank was outstanding. I think we could pick two full back lines here that would match up with each other in terms of you know Sean Finn, The Rock, and Frank. But Brian Carker, I suppose to me, I suppose has to be on the team. So, you know, and also Brian Murphy, great man, Mark or Noli. Noli just gone from the game now. What a, what a servant he was for Watt, for the cornerback. But I, I look at I go with your mark on that with Brian Corker. And I, I just think he need, he has to be in the, in, the, in the 15, I think. And But as I said, we could pick, pick another full back line, another goalie that would match up equally. I'd love to see the, tra- the training match, actually, between A and B here on, on, when we're finished with this. So I'll go with Brian Corker. TJ? Uh, yeah, I'm, going, I'm going to agree uh, Brian Cochran was an unbelievable um, iconic player for Cork there savage savage start to his career um, I like watching Brian Murphy the other night uh, in the 04 game there like he did some job in Milan like he was a real real specialist at cornerback Noel Connors has been savage and I was an unfortunate end of getting plagued by Frank Lohan on a number of occasions there uh, both on and off the ball in some of those challenges another incredible cornerback uh, had some great battles with him. I started off at number 13 and 
definitely, definitely struggled a lot of time to get any sort of good or any sort of change out of Frank Lohan. Re- really good cornerback. But again, making the call, I just think that Brian Corcoran was just, just an above average player, like right through his career in all positions. Fantastic hurler and somebody a lot of people looked up to. So I'm going to go with Corcoran as well. Okay, that's unanimous. So, and I'd say in Frank's case, TJ, he was probably the receiver more than the giver when he was marking you anyway. <laughs> right, lads, we, we're going well. Uh, we're, we're about 22 minutes in and we have to go in full back line done. So let's, let, let's keep it going here. We'll move on to number five, lads. Um, and the four we came up with here for number five, I mean, other guys that have nominated for midfield that maybe they could have been nominated five. Look, there's lads, there'll be a thousand different attitudes out there. And look, this is what we went for. This is where we're going to do it. We did make one change for centre-back because we felt there was one man had to be on the team. Uh, well, there was two men had to be on the team and we, we did make a change because one man had played a lot at midfield. But sticking with number five, uh, our four nominees are Liam Dyle, Dave Clark, John Gardner and Brendan Maher. Okay, like Dyler, love him, sure, look, sure, <laughs> came up together, played together, everything, Clarky, great joke, Jesus, for a small guy, what a player, Gardner, Jesus, for me, he was he was Mr. Consistent and probably the, the best striker of a brilliant half-back line, you know, and Brendan Maher, well, like, what an inspiration, right through his career, find it, find it very difficult Going to, going to come down between Gardner and Brendan Maher. No disrespect to the other two boys. Brilliant, brilliant men. Um, just going to go for, for John Gardner. Just thought maybe well, just a little bit more of a natural, natural five about him. Like Brendan could have been a great eight or nine as well or even six. So I'm just going to go for John Gardner there. Um, yeah, again, I suppose number five, like four fantastic. Max, um, really influential in our team. Like I, def- I definitely came up against Liam Doyle. Would be a great friend of David Clark. He was involved in the management team with me. Um, and Mark John Gardner and like Brendan Maher has been an incredible player. Like he, he, even with his club there for the last uh, sort of six months or so, he's been just phenomenal to watch. Brilliant leader for Tip and very very hard calls here. Like as I said, I, I I'd be biased towards Clarky, but of them all, I I, I would say. At the moment, and just looking look at the last number of years, leading his county to win the All Ireland, I suppose Brendan Maher for me would be just uh, just incredible. And at the moment, he, he'd be up there, and I'd probably give him the nod. Okay, so that's one for John Garner, one for Brendan Maher. Oh, Jenny, uh, you know, you can't, I suppose, go away. Like, I'm looking at number five here, and I'm also looking at number seven. And Jesus, the, the, the players that are in the number seven slot at the moment. Um, I, I played against Liam and Davy Clark uh, a good number of times. I actually, played against Clark when we were playing um, under sixteen interdivisional way way back. Um, John Gardner has been an ex- an excellent player for Cork, uh, outstanding wing back. And um, you know, I'm looking at Brendan Mair, and I'm also looking at Patrick Mair, and on the other side of the field, I'm looking at Shine Og. And um, it's 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 hard to pick between um, the, the wing backs at the moment and. Um, I, I'd have to I'd have to agree with TJ on this one, um, Anthony. I think Brendan Maher is an absolute um gem of a, a half back. Um he also came back from a crucial ligament as well. And um I think the way he has finished out the season this year as well, and I suppose no current form is a bit to do with it as well. And John John's career ended prematurely, I would say, unfortunately for him. Um you know, in, in terms of the, the hassle we had in Cork with strikes and stuff like that. So I don't think he's longevity. Uh, from that point of view, would 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 swing it from my. I think there's actually Brendan Maher's longevity at the moment would swing it towards Brendan Maher. 
Okay, so, lads, and, and no arguments here on that, Brendan. Jeez, what a what a leader, what a what an outstanding man that Tipperary still have, and back from the Crusade, as you said. So, our number five uh, is Brendan Maher of Barcelona and Tip, and and no arguments at all. Now, lads, we made a quick change here uh, with with permission of the stewards and Donny Nealan there, who's looking on in the background, and the Munster Council. We moved Mr. Kieran Carey to midfield, where he was picked on the team of the nineties, the the All Ireland team of the nineties. Um, at midfield and poor old Jamie Barron loses out, loses out on the nomination there. Jamie, obviously top class player the last seven, eight, nine years. Both Kieran goes to midfield and Fergal Hartley, another Watford man who was a sterling servant for them, comes in and it's centre-back position uh, as a nominee. So the nominees are Declan Hannan, current Limerick uh, centre-back, uh, Ronan Corn of the Bars uh, and Cork, Fergal Hartley, belly gunner, uh, and Waterford and Sean McMahon, Dora Bearfield and Claire. And uh, starting with TJ. Uh, no, you're giving you 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 you're giving Mac the easy ones, Delo, and I'm getting the more tricky ones. Right? Yeah. Think, right? Oh, it'll, co- it'll come round, TJ. <laughs> I think um, I suppose it just in his number six position, I suppose Ken McGrath was also a possibility for here, Delo, which was discussed, but he was he just moved to the forward. So again, just brilliant centre backs. Um, obviously, Declan Hannon. Lifting the siege for Limerick 2018 is something that down this side, again, the bias is there and something that we'll never forget. I think he's got a lot more to offer. Um, so he's only really starting out over the next couple of years. You'll be hoping that he can lead the current Limerick crew to more. I definitely marked Ronan Curran on a couple of occasions. And again, fantastic striker of the ball. Fergal, brilliant for Wadford. But I suppose, and this, this position, like Shiny McMahon, he's longevity in the position. Um, he scores... Um, again, he's drive forward for both club and county, but certainly for Clare throughout that 90s and everything they did. did. I'm going to come down the side here of I suppose, just a, a real kind of out and out centre back. Some of the players definitely played in other positions, but Shani was just incredible and going to go Shane McMahon. Yeah, lads, I, I, I'm going to go along with you. You know, I think you know, 13 solid seasons, number six, nowhere else except when he went up corner forward. Uh, with a broken collarbone to win a vital line oh, ball, Mark Hitchcock. But like, what a guy! What a guy for us to recover for that monster final in, in in three weeks again and go out and play like an you know I think the leading defender to score in Championship Hurling as well. I think ninety seven points, king of the sixty fives. He got to miss out on one, all right, but he 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 was he was just uh, before his time for me. And, and yeah, number six, Sean McMahon. I think no, on to seven lads. Um, Tough, tough one now, in fairness. There's a few tough ones. Our nominees here are, and you know, a couple of lads, very unlucky to lose out here. One obvious one who's online at the moment. But anyway, I won't say anything about that. But, <laughs> but uh, we've gone down on the side of uh, Kevin Warren, uh, Watford, Sean Ogo Halpin, uh, Cork, Parik Maher, the Sars, Torles, and Tipperary. And Mark Foley of Adair and Limerick, who, you know, great, great, great career once he burst onto that scene around 95, 96. Uh, so there are four. Go on, we're, start, okay. we're starting so, with you, Mark. We'll bet on. Absolutely. Four outstanding players. Outstanding now in their own field. Um, Mark Foley burst on the scene as a young man. Got hurled a year, years and years ago. Um, Kevin Moore, I suppose, has been flip-flopping between positions, I suppose, midfield, half-forward, playing in defensive. But th- th- to me, the two players that come in, that really comes down to here is Sean Ogg and Parag Mayer. I suppose Parag is, is currently top of his game right now. And I suppose when I look at Sean Ogg helping, I look at it as, we'd say, 
a, a kid that came to Ireland at 12 years of age, only picked up a holiday when he went to North Man as, as a 13-year-old, then went on to win a minor All-Ireland and under 21. Like Within five years of starting hurling, he won a minor All-Ireland. He also played in the minor football final that year. Uh, that was 1995. Won 221s and won senior. Played in the All-Ireland football final as well, um, Anthony, in 1999. Um, oh, that doesn't oh. count. <laughs> that doesn't count. I just that. <laughs> I'm just building his case. <laughs> How difficult it was to... Uh, be a hurler and also give 20% of your time to football as well and make the team. But um, for me, Sean Ogahalpine is the outstanding um, player in this position. All the other players are, are brilliant. But for me, Sean Oga has done an awful lot more um, in, in terms of in, in everything. And also captain his, Cork, his county Cork to win an All-Ireland and give you a speech in Irish. Yeah, and look, um, it's a tough one for me and it comes down to the two again. I Mark, I great time for it. And obviously Kevin, Jesus, Mr. Mr. Everywhere for Watford and, and Derek McGrath would tell you that. Comes down to the two boys. Uh either way, it could have been the two tip boys, the two wing backs, the two cock boys, the two wing backs, or one of each. And I'd have gone the opposite, maybe to the way you went, Mark. And I'm gonna stick to my guns here and say uh, Potty Mar to me is is the is the is the inspiration for that that tip team in, in loads of ways, the way he scores. Halpin, brilliant man, brilliant man to mark a man as well, you know, incredible player. But I'd give the nod to Parik Mar here on this side. So over to you, TJ. Shite, Taylor. I could see that one coming there from about a minute ago. Uh, oh, incredibly hard call again coming up. Obviously, would have uh, known and, and still know, I see Matt Foley quite well, fantastic player. And just him clearing balls for Limerick there was kind of real synonymous with the 90s. And he kind of continued that position for a long time into up to 07, even playing the All-Ireland final. Uh, Kevin Moore, obviously, still with Waterford, very good. But the two boys, savage again. Uh, like, Paddy Maher, just been incredible for Tip for the last, yeah, definitely last couple of years. But I suppose just in, in, in terms of iconic figures through the GAA and what he's done, and I definitely marked him, I'm going to give a, just just, just a very marginal, hesitant call. I'll go, just go for Sean Oak here. Uh, just an incredible defender. Um just as I said, what he's done, his leadership, and he just definitely, he probably was involved in the change in the game and the physique and maybe some of the preparations that we definitely take for granted. Now, Sean Oak started some of that. Like, he's just his body, his shape, his nutrition, the way he looked after himself. He was definitely transformative in the GAA, and I'm going to give it to Sean Oak. Well, any man that went out running, I suppose, the morning after an All-Ireland final, TJ, after winning it, I suppose we nearly have to say, fairness team, yeah, very, very hard call, lads, but, uh, you know, great yeah. call as well. Great call as well. Great player and, look, no arguments. We know how good Paddy is. Many people will disagree for sure. Uh, certainly the Tipperary people uh, in the room uh, up there in the top right-hand corner um, would certainly disagree. Right, that's that's the backstone, lads, and the goalie done. So we're making some progress. Anyway, the time is running on us, but, look, we'll, we'll, we'll bait on. The way we've done it for midfield, lads, is we're going to call out eight players that we've nominated. Eight players that we've nominated from the era, various players, and we're going to pick our two each, right? And I think we'll do this this quickly rather than running okay. through the eight. If there's somebody that we, we all agree with, or two of the three agree with, he's in, and we go back and look for our his partner for him. If that's split, we go back and we if it's split completely, Larry, Larry picks the, the other midfielder, Donny. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Okay, so the nominees, lads, are Tony Brown of Waterford, Ollie Baker, Clare, Jerry O'Connor uh, of Cork, Kieran Carey, Limerick, Mike Houlihan, Limerick, 
Colin Lynch Clare, Tony Kelly Clare, and Kean Lynch. Okay, I start this. So I'm going to go for Kieran Carey. I know the, the crowd out there now on Twitter are going to be saying, Ash, that's why he moved in. But look, for me, an absolute gem. I'm not going to go through them all. And his partner for me, for the best balance for that team, will be Ollie Baker. <laughs> I just, for me, you'd have the perfect yin and yang, the fella to go forward and the fella to hold like the, the Bull McCabe in Baker. And that's why I'd, I'd go with those um, two. I, I, or TJ, TJ, sorry. Difficult pick again, Dillot. Four hurlers of the year. Um, Tony Brown, Jay O'Connor, Keen Lynch, Tony Kelly. Um, you could pick anybody. Iron Mike Hulen, like, Jeez, what, what, what a midfielder, what a, what, what a character. Oh, I'm Jesus. Go- I, wouldn't like to, I wouldn't like to meet him the next few weeks after, if we don't put him in. <laughs> oh, yeah. But again, um, just, in, just incredible players. Uh, two things for me. Like, Kieran Carey was definitely the best player I ever played with. He just had something that was just different and unique. Legend of the game. I'm definitely going to go for Kieran Carey. The other one's really an <laughs> international call. Uh, what happened to me this morning, Delo? I was driving from home in Guy's Plan to Limerick this morning. I got stopped by somebody on the front line in hospital on the way to work, right? Garda, Jerry O'Connor. And basically, in order for me to be looked after on the roads of Ireland in the future, I'm going to be brought here to Jerry O'Connor. Like, in fairness, in the middle of the field, he could have been caught for speeding once or twice himself. He did some pace, power, hurler of the year. Just incredible player in the middle of the field for Cork. Now, how can you probably argue leave out fellas like Keen Lynch, what he's doing at the moment, Mike Cool and Tony Kelly, Tony Brown Baker? Like, but there's a call made. Dillon. I'm going to go for Jerry O'Connor and Kieran Carey. Jesus, TJ, Ali Baker's a super like. <laughs> <laughs> if you were stopped by Baker, you could have you could have driven away for the next six months. Like, there'd be no hassle. Very station local to me, uh, Dillon. It's very anxiety. All politics, guy. Well, look, we all know I, I was painfully on the line when 05 when Cork came back at us, uh, being six points up, and, and Jerry certainly led the way that day, along with a man that's not nominated in Tom Kenny. Uh, they were incredible in, in the comeback that day. Having Colin Lynch having nearly ruled the roost for most of the game that day, but the two boys down the stretch were incredible. Yeah, Mark, Kieran Carey, two votes. As far as I'm concerned, and um. We, we, we don't want to mention the 96-point Dela just in case you disconnect yourself for the rest of the, for the, rest of the program. Uh, no, I'm, I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping okay. You're over at this stage, yeah? No, but the wine there every night to sleep. The yeah. roll, but anyway, um, for me, I, I, I can't go past his nephew, to be honest about it. I mean, I, I was involved with development squads, um, saw him playing Tony Forrester at under 14, saw him up along the line 15, 16, 17, going on to minor 21. And he was the one player for me over the last seven or eight years watching um, Limerick. He was the one player I felt that um, was the future and is the future now. Uh, a bit like Tony Kelly, who's also in that list there as well. I saw him playing as a minor as well. He was brilliant. But when Limerick won the All-Ireland in 2018 and bridged that massive gap, Keane Lynch was the holder of the year. And to me, in the semi-final against Cork, he got a goal out of nowhere that brought them back into the game and gave him an impetus. And I, I, I still think he's a way more ability to come in in terms of his development and stuff like that. And, you know, I think he's a great advertisement for sport as well. He's a non-drinker as well. He's on social media there at the moment. I follow him as well. He's a very, very um, proactive lad and a great uh, advertisement for GA. And for me, uh, Keane Lynch will be the second nomination along with his uh, uncle, Kieran in the middle of the field. Okay, I'm very much a family affair there with you, Mac. That's okay too. Uh, Patrick's well, very strong here, but unfortunately, 
Donny, uh, your teapot there uh, because you're needed here. Kieran Carey is unanimously elected midfield, but you have to choose between one of Ollie Baker, Jerry O'Connor, and Mr. Keen Lynch. Jesus, easily known. Of course, you'd give me the one with no tip pads in it, isn't it? Um, I can't. I can't pull. I can't pull Noel McGrath, Tommy Dunn in, uh, in from the back from we, the we uh, half forward line. No. Well, we may have a nomination actually. Yeah. Tip in the middle of the field. We no, and we might have erred yeah. putting Tommy there. You know, but uh, look. Anyway, um, Dale, I was going to help you. I was going to actually uh, of the two of the Clare lads. I I was kind of had the preference for Colin Lynch, so I would have helped you out on that one. But um, I think uh, I think overall, uh, I'd nearly give Jerry O'Connor the nod there. He was for me. He was kind of synonymous with Cork's running game and their pace in those days. So I'd be nearly inclined to give it to him. That's that's your decision, uh, Mister Munster Council Secretary. Is it, Mister Jerry O'Connor, gets midfield? Yeah, I think so. Okay, that's decided, and that's the way we move it. Uh, so, midfield of Kieran Carey and Jerry O'Connor, you'd want to have the skates on to be keeping up with them. Now, you could have Colin Lynch and Keen Lynch there at the head of the skates, Tony Kelly, Keen Lynch, modern game, and Baker and Houlihan to stop him a different way, and that's not even mentioning Tony Brown. Oh yeah. my God. And he's on Jivet over 20 years, <laughs> 20 years playing into County. Oh, what a player. And yeah, could, could have been in the five uh, role as well, and what a player. Oh God, like Tony Brown. Um, Anyway, look, it's picked and we'll get the shtick and we'll have to take it to ye snake and looking in on Twitter, me getting it. On to the half forward line quickly, lads. And I think one of the toughest positions of all, uh, starting with you, TJ, but the four we've nominated are uh, Jerry's brother uh, and twin, I think, uh, Ben O'Connor, uh, Newtown Chandra McCork, uh, Big Dan Shanahan. Uh, I had a lot of tussles with these guys, I'll tell you. There were some yokes. Uh, Tommy Dunn. Tumi Vara and Tip uh, might have been nominated for midfield as well and possibly should have been but look we, we did it this way <laughs> and we stick with it and Ken McGrath of uh, Mount Sign and Waterford fame for number 10 Yeah we're going to be in trouble here Delo you're definitely going to get stick over this position and uh, being the chairman I'm of- going to get stick <laughs> because we're going to leave out three phenomenal players here no matter which way we lean here we're going to be in trouble that's, that's the bottom line I do think at some stage along the way I marked all four of them and all four incredible players, um, watching Big Dan the other night, just some of the goals he scored in that year was savage. Ben O'Connor was impossible to keep up with. Uh, brilliant, brilliant forward for Cork throughout his career. And obviously, Tommy, what he's done for Tip and what he's currently doing for Tip with his brain and, and his hurling was just phenomenal. And Captain Tip to it in Ireland. But there was something about Ken McGrath. Uh, he was just awesome uh, in that Watford era when they were really in their pomp in the, in, in the noughties, Ken McGrath. Now, we could possibly argue that he did some of his best hurling at centre-back, but as a forward, I definitely remember him scoring five and six and seven points and playing different games. Just a phenomenal, phenomenal forward, and I'm going to go for Ken McGrath. Okay, TJ, and look, it just goes to show, lads, the level that this selection committee, because it's a trip to Australia uh, for the win, the, the if we win the Railway Cup out of this 30-year team and the three selectors are definitely going. So while some people were watching Tiger King on Netflix over the last few nights, TJ has been studying the number 10 position in depth on YouTube, lads. So look at, he's gone for Ken McGrath. Mark, oh, Mark Landers, this is number 10. Like, listen, you're going to be, there's three guys going to be left out of this selection. It's ridiculous. Like, I mean, they'd be in any team. And, 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 and they'll all like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're on Kerry, with permission of the stewards, like, you know. Oh, I mean, like Ben O'Connor's phenomenal for, for club and county, um, captaining his county to win in Ireland, same as Tommy Dunn, magnificent. Dan Shanahan, Hall of the Year, 
you know. But I, 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 think, I don't know what it is. We, I have Ken McGrath is my pick as well. I, I mean, you know, you talk about Brian Lohan being a leader for Clare. I thought that Ken McGrath absolutely was a leader for Waterford as well. Started out in, in the forward line. Uh, but a wing forward and centre forward ended, ended up playing centre back, I suppose, and possibly one of the players when 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 people finished their hurling careers and stuff like that, and say, man, they never won all Ireland medal. They possibly should have won it. Ken McGrath would be getting my nomination there. Okay, well, there's two for Ken McGrath now, so I'm not going to reveal who I was going to pick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, so Ben, uh, Dan, and Tommy, when I meet you, it could have been ye lads, but Ken has picked anyway at this stage. So, <laughs> yeah, great, 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 great choice. That's a very tough position, but number 10 on our team is uh, Ken McGrath. Um, what a what a warrior. And as, as we said, like with, like with a good few fellas, like with his club mate, Tony Brown, could have been nominated, Brian Corker nominated in a load of positions, such as his versatility. And what a man. And he he's our, 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 our number 10 pick. And number 11, lads centre half forward pivotal guy a few guys left out of this nomination that I, I certainly felt their pain anyway over the years or felt pain from them Mr. Niall McCarthy of Cork uh, Patrick de Bonner Maher Tip Gary Kirby uh, Limerick and Mr. Declan Ryan Tipperary at number 11 you know three three Kittogs at centre forward there with the exception of Niall McCarthy every one of them oh my god ferocious competitors extremely good in the air and the minute they got the ball they had only one thing in their mind that was go straight through the centre back whatever it happened and never took a backward step any of the four of those players um, I'd have to say as a, as a young kid going to watch a lot of the inter-county games as a young child Declan Ryan was the one player that stood out a million miles for me um, when we when when we went to see Cork and Tip games in particular, um, the day I made my debut with Cork, I actually marked Mike Galligan in the first half and Gary Kirby in the second half, and uh, I would have played an awful lot of hurling against Niall McCarthy at club level, obviously in Cork and uh, the Bonamara. I suppose to be fair, I, I think he, he's he's missed out a lot of stuff with, with injuries, but uh, for me, the the pick of the centre forwards there would be Declan Ryan. Okay, uh, Mark, uh, tough choice, tough choice. Same here, lads. Um, wouldn't have hurled on Nile or Bonner, but have, would have watched them and admired them. Um, you know, real. You could ask Johnny McMahon, Niall McCarthy, always one of his most difficult opponents. He would say, go through the wall. Like, you know, Gary, I would have marked Gary as a fullback uh, way back in 93 above an Innes. We had a shock victory. Um, but he was quite a man, like brilliant brain, brilliant free taker, go back from nothing. But I'd be the same as you, Mark. I, I, I just think Declan was just exceptional, you know, was was on the tip team in the late 80s, was there in 91, you know, was there when maybe a puck of a ball separated ourselves and, and themselves in 97. And uh, he just, for me, was, was the pivotal 11 and I, I'm going to go for him as well, so... So TJ, you have an easy enough one here. Uh, you, you can do me and us uh, on the number eleven. I won't, uh, I won't, uh, I won't do that. Like I, I probably would be digging my heels in here now, and I'd be arguing with uh, with you as chairman of the selection committee, and I'd be with my own uh, countryman here. Like Gary Kirby definitely carried Limerick a lot through the nineties. He carried me definitely on a number of occasions. It was a forward line of struggle, and, 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 and at different times in different games, and Gary was phenomenal. Um, Captain us in '94, lifted the siege, taking the freeze. I would, I would definitely gone for Gary Kirby, and I'd be arguing with you. But at the same time, I will take it. Declan Ryan, phenomenal over a long period of time, brilliant for those other forwards and the movements and tip. Like, but I, I probably would have gone for, for for Gary. But I'll, I'll, I'll 
bow to your uh, your your decision. Cool, Tidge. Look, uh, yeah, not easy any of these positions, and 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 uh, there's no chairman by the way. This committee, <laughs> <laughs> it's the three of us. There's no there's no manager of this monster team. It's three selectors and Donny Needle in the corner. What was the email for the grief again, Dale? Did you say what? Is it? what? Yeah, for the blame? Blame? Oh yeah, I'll get the blame. Yeah, you'll be sure of that. Jeez, I must tell you, I must tell you a classic this morning. I went out for my walk this morning anyway. I went up about two kilometre or kind of a circle thing and I went an old road I wouldn't normally go, but there was this fella. I wasn't sure where he was living, but he was painting outside the wall and I was passing by. There wasn't a sinner. I'd say within five miles of us, he's painting his wall outside. And I says, well, Joe, he'd know me now for a minute, you know, with a pair of shades and a baseball hat in me. And uh, I was just walking past him. Well, Joe, how are things? Yeah, how's it going? He didn't, he didn't kind of know who it was. Like, I wouldn't normally be walking that road anyway. And I says, weren't you lucky to have the paint? I was, I suppose I was, he said. And I was gone about three steps past, and he said, I have another paintbrush as well. (laughs) 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 I I didn't think of an emergency situation, so I kept going. (laughs) I'll tell you, even in these times, we knock a bit of crack out of each other back in West Clare here anyway. Lads, quickly on to 12, because we're we're going to go over time here if we don't. (laughs) We said we'd try and keep it under the hour. We're okay. Vicious one as well, 12. They're They're all vicious, but this is vicious as well, 12. Uh, nominations and I think it has to start with me uh, John Lahey James O'Connor Jamesy uh, Michael the Brick Walsh and Noel McGrath okay um, look Jesus Lahey like Lahey terrorised my life and in 97 if he'd scored either of the goals I think in Munster final or the Ireland final especially the Ireland final one uh, we're going back to goalie again lads I want to go back to Davy again for saving that one and saving my life uh, like what a player as well like Jesus I mean he got an all-star there in 2004 he didn't even play in the championship he was that good in the league final he was exceptional you know um, find it very very hard not to go with him Noel McGrath is a guy who I have massive respect for just you know what Noel has gone through off the field but what a he can make the ball talk Noel McGrath what skill like what touches I mean, even the bit of hurling we've had this year I think he produced a flick in one of their league games that everyone picked up on on social media and a one handed little kind of a jab like a tennis racket one a gifted player and the brick again like other guys like Ken, Tony you know Brian we could have nominated the brick for five positions anywhere and that's the way Waterford used him over the years. And, a, you know, a real icon for them. Probably the longest serving player maybe nominated, I'd say, here. Unbroken service. Maybe one of the goalies now. I could be open to, to quit. I think he passed out Brendan Cummins, if I'm right, lads, am I? His, his appearances. Yeah, yeah. I think he did, you know. So, what a guy. But look, I, I'm going to be a bit biased again. And I think, you know, in, in the modern times, we probably produced one absolute standout forward. And that was James. He, you know, I... I'd be giving the nod to James because I think, look, I, I, I'm going to go out in this like 95 final, we won it. He didn't have a great game. He nearly got us to the final on his own, but teams didn't go his way that day. And I tell you, at halftime in 97, Conal Bonner, another man who was very close to being nominated for seven, was probably had his number. Like at halftime in that dressing room, I looked at him and he looked at me and I remember him kind of just looking at me and as much to say as like, I'm letting you down again here on the big day. Like, and, and that man's second half performance that day, to me, was just sure, you know, that this guy was just different gravy and and could do it when the absolute chips were down and all the demons must have been at him at that stage and and, and was the hurler of the year that year. And for me, I'd be going for Jamesy on that wing. TJ? Um, they look in a tricky position and you'd probably, I'd love to see someone like John Lahey hurling in the modern era with, with the pace and the, and, and the skill that he had and what he could do. And you could, that's definitely part of the argument here is hurling in the 90s while it was a little bit different. 
like today the speed and pace uh, has changed. Uh, Noel McGrath definitely is the hands of God. Love watching him hurling any, any day you go to see him. And obviously the brick is synonymous. But again, I suppose if you look at go back to what Claire did, winning those two All-Irelands, I cannot even try to maybe say what James he did on different days, but it was incredible. I won't say he carried the forward line on his own, but it was very close to Adele. I, mean, I, I don't want to be disingenuous to the rest of the forwards of that era. But for me, James, he was a phenomenal forward. And I'm going to come down on his side here. I did hurl in college with him in, in, in Galway at the time as well. Just a phenomenal attitude, some pace. And I'm going to go for James O'Connor. Okay, uh, Tejan, that probably decides the position, Mark. Yeah, Your I, I think we it? should move Jamesy from 12 over to 10 and put him in with Ben O'Connor and Dan Shannon and Tommy Dunn and then have a conversation about it, maybe. Um, look, it's yeah. phenomenal. Um, like Jamesy was a driving force uh, in your forward line and he was always the man to come up with the scores late in the games in particular, like, you know. Um, very, very good forward, an exceptional forward. And, and the other lads, John Leahy was at the All Ireland final in '97. Dale when he went through one and one with with Davy, it may not have been the best shot in the world now. To be fair for Davy to start stop, but uh, certainly had the opportunity to put to put uh, that final to to bed. But um, and Noel McGrath, I think, has been I, I suppose has been phenomenal going to the middle of the field, and Brick Welch obviously as, as a centre back has been was was a rock for 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 Waterford. But I'd give the vote to Jamesy as well, I must say. Okay, we're unanimous there. So James O'Connor is our number 12. Um, you know, again, we could pick another three guys on that line and say, would that half forward line beat that one? It probably would. And, you know, this is all subjective stuff, lads, out there, and you'll all have your own opinions and you're all entitled to them. But please don't have me turning off my Twitter for the next week, at least. <laughs> that, that, that's our half forward line. Uh, it's a fair half forward line, in fairness, with uh, two real hard men that could really hurl and score and a real speed and scorer as well on the other wing we're down to the inside line lads we won't even go near subs captains free takers TJ I know we were talking about doing that a few days ago but we'll, 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 we'll name the inside line and we, we might talk about that stuff later on Mark had a suggestion as well the other day that we picked the team that would actually go out <laughs> if we had to pay Linster for our lives and for the trip to Melbourne <laughs> but into 13 lads and look again you know a bit of the old bit of the new here Look at maybe we're of a certain vintage, but look, we, we it's very hard again to, to come up. We've, we've obviously again left out great players here, but at 13, our nominations were uh, John Milan of Waterford, Nicky English, Tipperary, John McGrath, phenomenal corner forward at the moment, maybe centre at times as well now. We don't know what they were planning until this COVID came in. <laughs> We'd nearly be getting ready to look at him now. And a man who's, whose career was very good a few years ago and has had a new lease of life completely in, in Graham McCahey of Camelloc and Limerick. Um, whose call is it, boys? TJ. Yeah, thanks, Dale. Another difficult one. Like, a lot of inside forwards here, very good. And we did, in fairness, we did, we did a good bit of homework. We did all the stats and we know how many months of titles that each uh, team has won in the, in this period and appearances and how many they've been in finals. And I suppose, given Waterford's involvement throughout the whole uh, period of, say, this 30 years, it's just Milan is just another one of those figures that it's very, very difficult to get away from. Like I know Nicky, um, in fairness, uh, probably did the majority of his, maybe just before the 90s. I'm trying to get out of it. I'm trying to justify that to myself by that statement there. Um, Dale was saying that he did most of his good hurling in the 80s. John McGrath and Graham probably have a good bit more to offer. Graham has been phenomenal for this Limerick team. He's been one of the true leaders up top. Um, the philosophy of the work rate, the energy, the pace, what they've brought to the scene for the last couple of years, Graham has done that in spades. Um, and, and, and he still has plenty more of it to do. But I suppose just for the argument here, to come down to what he's done, even though he definitely terrorised me with a lot of grief 
Uh, on the ball, after ball, Milan was just an incredibly difficult character to mark. I struggled with him. I'm going to give him the nod at 13. Good stuff. Uh, that's John Milan for you. Good stuff. Uh, uh, Tej, uh, on to you, Mark. Graham Mulcahy and John McGrath are holding under their skins at this moment in time for the respective counties. To me, it came down between John Milan and Nicky English. Um, and, you know, Milan, you know, a totally unpredictable character, wears his hat on his sleeve, and then I think completely the opposite with Nicky English. Very, very calm, very cool, collected six All-Stars. Yes, he played an awful lot of his holding prior to 1990, but, I mean, we are picking it from 1990, uh, same as Declan Ryan was, I suppose, from that era as well. And for me, um, I said Nicky English is nearly like a Cockman because he went to UCC and won about seven Fitzgibbons at his time when he was there. And I always remember the canon telling fellas that they wanted to touch Nicky English and he was of all the tip fellas. And, and that would be a quite an unusual statement coming from a Cockman that, but that no one was put a finger on, on English. That's a new one on me anyway. I, I, you know, two different characters altogether, Milan and Nicky English. But for me, I, I, I just English was... I thought he was phenomenal for Tipperary in that period of time. Nicky English gets my vote, Anthony. Okay, so we won for John Milan, one for Nicky, and it's on to me and up to me, I suppose. Um, yeah, I agree with you with the two younger lads. I think they're tremendous talents. And, you know, John McGrath, he got special, like, I mean, wouldn't be blessed with with savage pace, but what a turn and what a brain and what an eye for goal. You know, Graham all new lease of life. And I agree with you, DJ. I think, you know, some of these younger Limerick guys have really fed off Graham in the last you know, two to three years and, and uh, he, you know, he was a person maybe that some people thought would drift away with all these young brigade coming in, but he's actually gone on to a new lease of life. But yeah, I, for me, it comes down to the two boys and let's, I'm going to be honest here. If I was picking a team of all time, I would have Nicholas English on it. And that's, I can't go back to maybe fellas like, you know, Mackey and Ring and these, I didn't see them. I've seen bad clips of stuff and, you know, I would have Nicky English on a team of all time and I, I got to mark him. Jesus, I got to mark himself in Fox a couple of times and lads, Jesus, I'm not joking. You could do nothing with him, you know, with Big Bonner full forward. Like, you could literally do nothing. But for the period we're talking, I just thought Nicky, his, his body was beginning to ache around from 90 to 90. He finished up 95, 96, I think. You know, I think he'd suffered a lot with hamstrings in that period. And for me, over the period we're going on, six All-Stars against five All-Stars, it's, it's very hard to pick, but I, I would just, for this period, I'd give the, I'd give the nod to the great John Milan. I just thought he was he was nearly impossible to stop for, for Waterford. And, and funny enough, you know, when he picked up that red card in 04, that great final that was on on Sunday, when they didn't have him for that semi-final against Kilkenny, I think that was absolutely, absolutely crucial and was probably a big help to Cork going on winning that All-Ireland because he was a massive, massive last for that semi. So I'm going to give the nod to, to John Milan for 13, lads. Fair enough, fair enough. You got any clatter at Nicky in those days? Jeez, they were t- they were just too good for. I'll tell you one day, TJ. I was holding my own on Fox in a league game in Torles. I swear, no, I was holding my own. I was trying to get out in front of him, but he he was as tough as nails. Typically, he came from being corner back, like you know. And um, I don't know who was in the other corner, and there was someone kind of making their debut, and they were on Nicky with 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 Carmack Bonner full, and Nicky had taken poor old fella in the other corner, like for about one three at this stage. And Lingainer came running down along the line and he said, oh, over you go. Or switch, switch the two corners. And I said, Jesus, Lynn, what are you doing to me? Like, bad enough having to try and start on him maybe and get some kind of a start. And Jesus, I had to go over. 
but he got about another one three off me anyway <laughs> that's all I remember I, I never could get out of Torles as quick ah he was class act like I mean Jesus some of the moments he gave us even those kick goal the kick goal past your mm-hmm. and what a moment like you know and we don't mention and we're not allowed to mention kicking on this show obviously <laughs> lads on to full forward on to full forward again very very difficult and look our nominations here Again, there was a case, maybe the likes of a Gary Kirby could have been in here, even a Declan Ryan could have been in here, you know. But look, the four we went for, uh, in no particular order, were Larry Corbett, good friend of mine, Mr. Niall Gilligan, what a career for Clare. Uh, Jamie Callan, the man who has Liam McCarthy at home at the moment, and uh, Patrick Hoggy Horgan. And uh, it's 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 a tough, tough call. Unfortunately, there, that is me. Um, and, and you could also have put Brian Cochran into this because he won two All-Ems. I think it's full summer. And stuff, but I certainly played in them. But um, I, I think you know um, you've two hurlers of the year in there. Lark Harbour got it in two thousand and ten, and Seamus Callan got it in two thousand and nineteen. Um, you've Lark Harbour and getting three all, three three goals in the All Ireland final too. And uh, Gilly, who's played into his what forty second or forty third year, Anthony won a county medal with his club a number of years ago. Um, I'd have to say, you know, Patrick Hogan is an outstanding player at this moment in time, and he's phenomenally cool. His free-taking is excellent. Um, there's nobody doubting his ability, but I think the fact that, you know, for me, Seamus Callan, having won a couple of All-Irons and having got her of the year, to me, he just outranks the voice slightly, and I'd be giving it to Seamus Callan. Okay, vicious one, vicious one. And, and as you said, we could have maybe propose Brent Cochran for up here as well another one I'd like to give a quick mention he's been outstanding for Clare for a long long time now he's played wing played full but that's John Conlon Jesus for me he's been you know almost got us to the Ireland final two years ago on his own nearly just up front he was so good but uh, yeah look Gilly phenomenal career and you know so thrilled when he you know won his all-star in, in 97 and, and and you know brilliant for us in that that team and what a career went on then when I was manager he's probably my main man up front as well um, yeah, I find it desperately hard to decide. I have to say, Larry stopped the five in a row and early on his own, and on the great Noel Hickey as well. Like you know, um, what can you say about Jamie as well? Like, like for me, lads, I'm, I'm going to give this to Hoggy. I, Hoggy took issue with me. Uh, I think Colin Cork a little bit flaky last year <laughs> in the championship. I think he described some of the '90s matches as gammy, lads. So that's us. <laughs> well, Jesus, for me. If if Hoggy had some more support up front, and and he has a lot of support, you know, you think of Harnady, you think of Cadigan, you know, and look, they're going to get better and better, I think, with some of the fellas. But for Hoggy, I think time is closing. Jesus, I I just think Hoggy is just a special, special player, and I, I I just think his skill level is just a notch above the other three. And Jesus, that's a that's a hard thing to say, lads. But uh, I, I'm going to give the nod to Hoggy for here, so. I'm going to hand it over to you, TJ. Yeah, another another nice pass there, Dale. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, not a nice pass. A hospital ball, is that it? For sure, here, yeah. Again, just br- brilliant players, brilliant scoring forwards, and I suppose again reasons people go to games. Um, what they've done, uh, tight, tight call here. No, right? Like, I, I, I don't think there's a wrong call, but if I was going to come down on one. I, 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 my mind is split here. I'm just looking to the line across. I probably come down for Hoggy as well. Um, this is this is marginal call. If you ask me, maybe yesterday my decision might have been different. I fully appreciate what Jamie Callan's record there is. He's still going, and like and I, I know Hoggy is as well. But I suppose 
the, the tallies that Hoggy has got in some of the games in recent times, just the phenomenal performances. I remember a score he got there, I think it was shown on television recently in 2013 against Clare, just a flick of the wrist, just from point of view. I will, yeah, I cut it short. I go for Hoggy. Okay. I was nearly hoping you were going to go for Larry, TJ, because Donny Nealon <laughs> was mad to get in there, I'd say. <laughs> I can see him in the top corner. He's wiping the beads of spread off the brow. He was going to, he was going to, and the tip filler was a shoe in, whichever one of them. <laughs> look, yeah, lads, look, I mean, we're not taking away from anyone here. We'll be shot. We'll be shot. Well, we look at, we're having a bit of crack. We're, we're trying to fill the days for people while they're cutting the lawn or out walking or out cycling or whatever you're doing. But let's try and keep the old social distance and stuff like that. Sorry, don't Larry. Forget, don't forget Shane Brick nearly got a mention there in 14 as well. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, we, we two, the two Shanes, Shane Brick and Shane Conway, would certainly have been very, very close uh, to be nominated for any positions in that forward line. Shane Brick, who I had firsthand, I mean, I saw him with Kerry long, for a long, long time, but I, I trained Kilmiley for four seasons and Jesus, the man was phenomenal. Like, I don't know, he scored something like... 213 in a county final down there at one stage. I mean, he just could do anything. And we're watching young Conway like there for, for UCC, for Kerry, and for Lixnaw the last few years. And uh, he'll be, Jesus, he'll be a contender for the next time to pick a 10 year team anyway. Because uh, he, he's he's a, he's a kind of a messy, uh, a Lionel Messi type, isn't he? He just can't stop him. He doesn't spend years in the, in the gym, I'd say, but he, he is a sidestep. I haven't seen it in a long, long time. So, yeah, desperate hard calls. So, down to, down to the, the last position, lads, number 15. And uh, very unusually here, we two of us have club mates involved here, uh, right. Mark Sauce. This, this isn't an easy one. Yeah, and look, uh, again, very other guys again here. And there was guys in other corners that could have could have gone in here. And those guys at full could have gone to corner, but whatever. For number 15, our four nominees. I think it starts at me, does it? No, it says me, me this end, Dylan. Oh, excuse me, Yeah, I went, I went with Hoggy for sure. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, no, uh, look, here we go. Our, our four, our four are Jodine, uh, obviously Killian Cork, what a player. The great Paul Flynn from Ballygunner. Oh, geez, for me, just he could do anything with a ball. We saw it last Sunday when he confused that Cork goalkeeping goal line with that dipping free what what skill Jared Sparrow Lachlan who for me outside of James he I suppose was our stable guy you know our go-to guy our goal getter you know two goals all our semi-final 95 Jesus we, you know when we never were there before he was the man for us that day and for me at club level as well I suppose I saw so much of him but Sparrow would be most recent clear team of the year or of the time picked the 30 years and Sparrow would have been unanimous for that corner nearly and and then the great Owen Kelly of Mullinahone and Tip and um, corner forward you know right through from St. Kieran's College uh, on to, to his club career to his fantastic career with, with Tip and now a coach with Tip obviously so des- desperately hard desperately hard to pick um, and, and starting with you TJ uh, not an easy one. Not an easy one, definitely. No, I didn't mark uh, the Sparrow, but do do definitely agree with you. Brilliant goal scorer, great great forward for Clare. Um, unfortunately for me, I was on the unpleasant side of just difficult days with the other three. Uh, Paul Flynn caused me problems. Jordine caused me plenty of them. So did Owen Kelly. Like three phenomenal scoring forwards, three excellent free takers, highly skillful, highly intelligent players who just have done a huge amount for their county. Um, I'm going to come down on the side of Owen Kelly. I think he's just been one of the better forwards that Tip have produced over the last maybe 30 years, and they've produced a hell of a lot of them. Um, just, just a savage forward. 
It's kind of no slight on the other guys. They were brilliant forwards too. But for me, Owen Kelly, just 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 a phenomenal player, really. Okay, Teach, yeah, yeah, fair call. Like very difficult decision, but fair yeah, call. Um, Mark. I mean, all all four forwards were fantastic in um, for their team. To be honest. Um, I suppose I, we, uh, we've seen an awful lot of Paul Flynn because Cork and Waterford played for nearly every, twice or three times every year for five or six or seven years, one after the other. Um, Owen Kelly obviously captaining his county. Um, also, Young Hurler of the Year for 2001 and 2002. Um, but uh, like for me, you know, Jordine has been, I suppose, phenomenal with the number 15 jersey. And he's back. Uh, one three all stars has three all Ireland's. And for a small chap, I suppose Anthony had a great aerial ability to be able to catch the ball out of the air. Even though there'd be a lot of referees and a lot of clubs down here saying that he was tipping the hurling most of his life. But I tell you what, a skill that that man had to be able to grab the ball out of the air. Um, we also go back, I suppose, in '99 in the Munster final. Anthony, remember the goal that maybe might have been a square ball. He, he was in full forward. The square, the square ball. That, that was wide yeah, before yeah, Shani yeah, flicked yeah. it back in. Yeah, I suppose <laughs> it, in Jordine's credit, he was put in full forward that day to mark Brian Lohan. So we'd Ben, ben O'Connor in one corner and Shani McGrath in the other corner. You'd have to say, not the biggest, uh, most physical full forward line ever in the history of GA. But he got that goal, which actually turned the game in Cork's favour. And then we also remember the score that he got against Galway when he, he hurled, with the hurley upside down. You know, um, and it's not because he's a, my club better, I'll be honest with it. He actually, I do think he's a deserving of it. I mean, there'll be a lot of fellas who criticise me and Cox to really say I didn't support the likes of Ben O'Connor or Patrick Hogan and stuff like that. But, um, like, in, ben, in Ben's situation, he was up against four. D- 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 just unbelievable. And and Hoggy, for me, I think he needs to win All-Ireland um, to move into that next bracket, Anthony, whereby, you know, that he will be an automatic. And, you know, I, I know you've picked him and stuff like that. But for me, Jordine when Cork was struggling in 99 and we, we were nobody and, and we were not, he actually carried that Cork forward line uh, for most of that season. So for me, Jodine would, would get the nomination. Okay, you're murdering me here. I'm just going to pick Sparrow here and leave it up to Donny Nealon, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way we're going to finish. And Donny, being secretary of the board, all expenses paid to Melbourne. Who is your top think, of the left? On the I think thirty year like, railway cup team of all time. Well of thirty years, not of all time. I think this is an open goal, Lalo, in fairness. Uh I mean if you've left God out of the one corner, you're hardly gonna leave the son of God out of the other corner, eh? <laughs> I, 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 uh, I thought the, that was I thought that was Jimmy Barry and Tony <laughs> Sullivan. <laughs> the uh, uh you couldn't you couldn't look past Owen Kelly. I think they're in the top of the he left, could you? Possibly his best position, I would say, is number thirteen. Yeah. yeah argument. And uh, you could play him anywhere really as well, couldn't you? Have the three positions inside and but look, that's the way we came down on it, lads. And uh, we got Donny in there on two calls as well there. And he, he, he went, he eventually got a tip man in there in the corner. So, yeah, but I don't think, look, Dino, on Kelly, Paul Flynn, Sparrow, Jesus, like, like Milan, Nicky, Hoggy, Kellen and Larf, Gilly, Jesus, it's just unreal, lads. And look, we pick a team, pick, you could pick a team that we've left out now and would probably beat them in training. In a, in a full-blooded training match. But look, the team we've gone for, and, and we'll wrap it up at this, and I'd ask you lads to, look, we've gone overtime, really, and uh, I have to give a laptop back here fast to a lady who's to get an assignment in there for six o'clock, so it'll be shot. But a uh, good, good hour of crack, and um, look, different opinions. That's all they are. Uh, but the team we've gone with is Brendan Comins in goal, Stephen McDonough, Brian Lohan and Brian Cochran, Brendan Maher, Sean McMahon, and Sean Ogo Halpine. 
Kieran Carey at eight and Jerry O'Connor at nine. Ken McGrath at ten, Declan Ryan eleven, James O'Connor at twelve, John Milan thirteen, Patrick Horgan at fourteen, and Owen Kelly at number fifteen. So that's uh, that's what we've gone for. The two snakes on Twitter. You can have a look in sure and see see what they're saying about G. <laughs> <laughs> but, look, a pleasure, lads. Of a fine Wednesday. It's a pity we couldn't meet up now and have a jar and pick another team, but we can't do it. Uh, thanks, thanks for taking the time, boys. Uh, your your two top blokes and thanks also to Donny Nealon uh, aka uh, Larry Ryan so thanks, great stuff boys and uh, that's that's our 30 year team for the moment we could have another one picked by the end of the week great stuff Hold up what was that? Boring no flavour that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 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 Mm